Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is heading back to the window with Scott and Scott, as always. I am your host, Scott Steen, lead handicapper at Winners and Winers, joined by... Scott Reichel, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. That's right. And together, the two of us, every day, make up heading back to the window. It's good to see everybody here. Uh, welcome. Welcome to heading back to the window. Let's win Tuesday, to paraphrase, to paraphrase Ernie Banks, buddy. You like that? Tuesday? See what I did there? I, I know, because it was, you know, double header, because it was two in one day. Yeah. And now it's two. Yeah. Well done. That's what I'm saying. It's good to hear good to see uh good to see Elliot in the house. Elliot's been here for about three hours in the comment section waiting for us. Um uh, He's committed. <laughs> he is, man. He is absolutely committed. It's good to be here. Good to see you, Elliot. Elliot, I got I feel like we should answer your questions because you have been very patient. And uh Scott, you like Bama tonight and you like the uh Leafs? Well, I kind of have to, don't I? I mean, you're looking at a spot with Bama and with Memphis. Memphis has fallen apart, and we faded them on our uh, at the farm play for Friday, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. lost outright at home. They did. Now they're facing off against the Bama team that beat Houston over the weekend, solid Houston team, beat Gonzaga earlier this year. I don't trust this Memphis team because we talked about it in the farm play we gave out a couple of days ago. They lead the nation in turnovers. So if you're just going to hand the other team about about 23 defensive possessions, then don't I kind of have to fade you, especially in this current form? Yeah, I think that Alabama team could be a uh, what top 10 team at the end of the year, at least top 20 for sure, right? Uh, they should be a top 10 team. The question is, are they going to be top five? But they should be top 10. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If everything plays out, they, you know, they stay relatively healthy. I don't see how you don't fade. Magellan mentioning the over in the in the Furman game as well. I don't mind that. North Carolina has been a pretty up-tempo team. Furman's been the same. I like the over in that, too. I know it's at around 156, 156 and a half. I don't really care. I think there's a good chance North Carolina scores, I'd say, 90 in that game, maybe high 80s. But I do think you'll end up seeing a lot of points in that North Carolina game as well. As far as the hockey game goes, I'm kind of waiting. I'm done waiting on this Oilers team to be as good as, as, as the two players. It's pretty much... It's 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 pretty much uh, the two guys, and that's and that's it. Like we were talking about before the show, this has been a good Toronto team, man. They're nineteen and ten on the year. They're not afraid to win on the road. I think you're getting them at a pretty nice price. They're laying a pretty short number. I'm okay with the Maple Leafs as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Edmonton was a team that was one of the last remaining undefeated teams to start the year, and now you look at their last couple of games, they've been an absolute mess because. They have lost a fair share of games in a row. If you're doing the math, it's five. They've lost five games in a row, and Toronto's been playing really well. Main reason, they don't have any supporting cast behind McDavid and and Dreisaitl, and their goaltending is, I'd say, atrocious. meh. Where you're looking at at Jake Campbell, 14-5 and and two with the overtime losses, 1.99 goals against average, and a 9.35 save percentage. One of the front runners for the Vezina, I think he's been the main story for Toronto, but I kind of have to like the Maple Leafs there because they got the better goalie, and for that price, why would I not enjoy fading a team that's lost five in a row? Great. Quick reminder to everybody out there, please remember to like and subscribe. That's the uh, that's the measure in today's world, Scott. It doesn't matter. If, it, if you don't like and subscribe, it didn't happen, so please Take a minute to do that. We'd appreciate it. Of course, if you're on another format, another platform, do what's appropriate, rate, review, all that good stuff. And if you don't, uh, you're going to have to take an interception prop on every football game you bet. That's the rules. Sorry. We're done. Interception props. What are we, 0 for for 3 on those? We're 0 forever. Yes, 0 for 3. They're dead to us. Dead to us are the interceptions. Never props. again. Never again. Of course, we'll talk about that a little bit later. It's good to see everybody in the house. Let me uh, let me welcome everybody uh, before we get rolling here. Jer- Milk, Jer- I never I never do it. Jersilky Man is here. Magellan Sports. Eula Foster in the hizzy. Um, Jersilky Man asking about Creighton minus seven against Arizona State. That Arizona State team, uh, dreadful, dreadful shooting team. You like Creighton? It there? seems like. I kind of have to. They've, they, that they, they started like, shitty, yeah. and then they've, they've like much better lately as, as the Blue Jays. I was going to say, it seems like Creighton started off, of course, with a brand-new starting five. We saw them struggle against Pine Bluff, etc. And unfortunately, or fortunately for them, 
Creighton seems to be maturing quite well because they took care of business against BYU over the weekend. BYU was technically ranked at the time, but they've been struggling for the last couple of weeks. I don't like Arizona State at all. I do think they'll keep it close for maybe a half, but I can't underestimate or just underappreciate how valuable the home court is in Omaha because we know that Creighton's fans are a bunch of lunatics in a good way, yeah. and they've played really well. I like Creighton as well. Brad uh, Crawford's bringing up the 29-point performance against Arizona, against uh, Washington State for the Sun Devils. You, you, Hell of a game. Uh, you can't get past that, man. I mean, it's 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 hard. It's you know they put they put up 84 against Syracuse, and then they go and lay an absolute egg like that. Ah, I got to take the home team here. That seven's a little tall. Yeah, but yeah, I'm okay. I'm I'm certainly we don't want any part of Arizona State. So Madellan, I see loves Houston tonight against uh, Louisiana. He likes Houston by about 60. I don't mind that. Uh, you're looking at a spot where Houston got arguably hosed in that Alabama game. I don't think it was goaltending because I thought the ball was not going to actually hit the rim. But there was arguments about it. Uh, I know Sasser went nuts. Might have flipped a garbage can or two. But they ended up losing to Bama. Now they return home. Louisiana's been an absolute mess. You're going through the actual results here. They lose outright to Jackson State. They lose outright to Louisiana Tech, to Marshall. They're 5-4, and 1-3 and three on the highway. Houston, we've talked about time and time again. At home, no matter who they're playing, they're usually winning by 50 or like 40. They played Bryant a couple of games ago. They won that game by, I believe, 67. So I do think they'll kill Louisiana in that one, especially off a loss. I do think you'll see Houston be pretty motivated for this spot. All right. Well, let's talk about yesterday's action. It wasn't all sunshine and unicorns for everybody out there. There were some, there were some beats and there were some bad beats. Scott, let's talk about it on the Tuesday episode of Call the Cops. All right, let's start off in the NFL. What a, I don't know, horrific game for my side, but our side, everybody's side, unless you, you know, there's plenty of people that were on the Rams there and, and good for you. I was not among that group. And uh, this is a nice play. If you had the first half under 24 and a half, at 23 points with 10 seconds left in the second quarter. Of course, that's after being 3 nothing after the first quarter, so you already think you're pretty good shape there. Cardinals had zero timeouts left there at their own 49-yard line. Murray ran. It was a brilliant piece of running. He uh, knew just how much time he had. He knew how long he could stay in bounds before he stepped out with one second left, stepped out at the 36-yard line. Arizona comes in. Matt Prater, Mr. Automatic from over 50 yards, 53-yard Vila go. Count it. 26 point at halftime, under 24 and a half. Nope, go home. You got to call the cops. I'm still not really sure why Los Angeles was not shading defenders out of bounds because any play in bounds, the half is just over. But, you know, maybe that's just me. Is that too much, uh, you know, thinking by me? Don't even get me started on obvious defensive adjustments that should have been made last night. I mean, okay. uh, we will we'll, we'll, we'll get opinion, to it, but yes, yes, that was one of many mistakes made yeah. by each team. In my opinion, uh, that was the second worst beat of the night, but the worst beat has to go to the Wizards team total under 106 and a half betters because you were in very, very good shape after three quarters. The Wizards had 70 points and they were getting their asses kicked and you thought there was a chance they might just roll over. They might pull everybody. And then they woke up offensively and scored 37 points in the fourth quarter, including a fouled three-point attempt with less than three seconds left. They ended up making two out of three free throws. That was all they needed to make in order for you to lose. Finished with exactly 107. Oofta. That hurts. Oh, yes, sir. And we'll finish it up. Kings Raptors are in the NBA under 222. Needed less than 60 points in uh, the fourth quarter. It doesn't seem that unreasonable, right, Scott? You're uh, you're sitting at uh, one. What are you sitting at? One sixty-three, right? One sixty-three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one sixty-two. So yeah, sixty is a push. One sixty-two. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. sixty for the push. Yeah. So so, so you're yeah. going along. You're like, okay, we haven't we haven't, we haven't even sniffed sixty in any quarter yet. Uh, nope, they went nuts. Scott. Uh, game lands 
225 as they put up 63 points in the fourth quarter. Yikes. We had the Kings-Raptors under 222. You had three quarters of a win there, but uh, yeah, that's no good. Call the cops. Yeah, definitely a spot where Sacramento's defense is just impressively bad. And we actually thought about giving that out as a farm play, but that involved backing Toronto's offense. And yeah, Sacramento's defense is so bad that it made How Toronto look they? like oh. Golden State offensively. Yeah, yeah. Is that fair? Not good. Not good at all. Every Everything we were leaning towards yesterday, by the way, that we threw out before we made our fantastic bet the farm play, those all cashed. Every, every silver and bronze medal that we were thinking about was absolutely stone cold. It happens with every with every handicapper. You have one of those days where whatever bets you actually made lose. Yeah, and then you have like five that made the final list, and the four of those that you didn't pick ended up winning. Well, my trick we've is, all been there before. My trick is giving out like seven picks on a Saturday, three free ones, four four premiums. Having my having my my free ones cash and my premiums not be good. So I like I've got the right plays. I just put them in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. So there was some good news last night. Scott, let's talk about that. Let's find out who was sitting where you want to be, man. It's uh, time to get out the lazy boy because you're sitting in a rocking chair. So first one we're going to look at was in basketball. If you had the Rockets and the Hawks over 227, it's a high total until you actually watch them play. Because he had 127 points at halftime, and the game landed uh, 258. Massive choke job by Atlanta in that game for the money line purposes, but for the total, it was never in doubt. If you had Albany plus 15 and a half against Boston College, uh, pretty good shape there. They led by nine at halftime. They end up winning by four. It's the Albany Greyhounds. What are they? Uh, I believe it's the Great Danes. The Great God, uh, wrong. It was the wrong life dog. Uh, yes, the Albany Great Danes. Congratulations, Great Danes backer. Hope you had the money line there. Is uh, either way, you're pretty much in a rocking chair. And the last one, if you had the Grizzlies plus four against the 76ers, they led by 12 at halftime, one by 35. That that John Morantless Grizzlies team, pretty good. <laughs> what the hell with that team? My goodness, my goodness. Uh, 76ers. Can I interest you in getting behind the 76ers at this point? A little psycho? Uh, well, now they're rumored to trade Simmons to about seven different teams, which I think is the funniest part of really just Twitter or the NBA in general. It's these NBA rumor accounts that try to just spread a bunch of nonsense going around. Didn't Daryl Morey say for the last couple of months, including about a week ago, they want a top 25 player in return? Yeah. And then you hear reports saying that the Lakers are interested when they clearly can't afford him. I don't know who the Sixers would want in exchange for him. And besides that, it's like, oh, by the way, you know who else wants him? Minnesota. What top 25 player does Minnesota have that they're going to want to trade? Right. They have one. Like, they, yeah, they have one borderline top 25. And they, they have one borderline they're not guy, getting and rid out of them, they're trading Cat for <laughs> Ben Simmons. No. But every rumor counts going, yeah, seven teams are interested, even though like zero of them have a realistic chance of acquiring the guy. Magellan Sports brings up an excellent point. It says before jumping on Creighton, remember they barely got by Kennesaw State, line in, uh, inflated based on the BYU beatdown. Uh, I don't disagree with that, but I also think this is a Creighton team that took a little while to get going. I think this is still a good, solid team, and it's uh, it's 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 not just necessarily back in Creighton. It's also fading the other side as well. So Jones says, what did you miss? Yeah, I feel um, a lot of bitching by us about that terrible game last night. <laughs> Other than that, not much. You want to talk I about? It was fine. You want you, you like you like you, you, you like that game? It was okay. I mean, you had points. It was entertaining. I said on air, I like the Cardinals before Ramsey and company were announced out because of COVID. Right. And then the line moved a little bit. I also liked the over, so 50-50, I guess. But it was a game where I thought both coaches really looked lost at times. McVeigh was definitely more competent. And Kingsbury, it was almost donkey of the day for me, but I don't think they would have converted the Hail Mary anyway. How do you not kneel the ball with three seconds left while your team is sprinting to the line of scrimmage? I didn't understand that either. You have one job. You have one job. Kneel the ball. What are you doing? Well, it would have brought up fourth down, and you know, theoretically, you could have had two plays, but you're never going to have two plays. So it didn't matter what the down. No. The down didn't matter. 
So they end up taking the. They, well, that was one stupid move. Well, that was at the very end. There the was, other stupid move was the drive. The drive right before it was when they ended up kicking the field goal, which put the game over. Right. And then they ended up going for the onside kick, whatever. The issue that I had was that Arizona took about three shots to the end zone, which killed about 35 seconds right. when you need two possessions anyway. Kick the field goal on second down and go for an onside kick. Yep, agreed. Jones says, thank God for the over. Yeah, that was a... Uh, you, you, we could, you could have sort of put that one on call of the cops. Not really, but it was... Uh, if you had the over there, you had to feel pretty fortunate to get home because it didn't. Yeah, it, you, could, you could argue that, but you could also argue Kyler throws an interception at the one yard changed, line. So. That, well, that changed the game. That com- it changed the game, but for a total perspective, both well, teams did a pretty good job of moving the ball all night long. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, I thought Kyler Murray was awful. I, I thought he, he was terrible, but he, he finished for, with three hundred eighty passing yards, three hundred sixty, whatever, because. Yeah. They were trailing and they chucked the ball around a lot late, but he was not very good last night. Well, and that that game flow certainly didn't help our play any, as Stafford was no. uh, able to, and they were able to run the football. You know, that's that's the thing. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't know how successful they'd be able to run the football without Henderson there, but if you know, that's just it, it went that way. And here's an idea: uh, talk about the rocking chair for um, play of the day. I had Cup over seven and a half. Uh, there's some odds makers are drunk right there. Holy shit. Uh, it's six catches at halftime at 15 targets, ended up with 13 catches. Anyway, you might, might want to double him. I'm just, Scott, any thoughts on that? I feel like doubling the guy who has the most fantasy points of all wide receivers this year is probably a good move. But I guess my question for you in general involving cup, we know how good he actually is. Does he remind you of anybody? Because he has a unique skill set that I'm trying to piece together to compare him to. I don't really have anyone. Well, he's more, he probably, the, the the receiver he probably reminds me the most of is going to be somebody like a, like a Mark Duper, uh, some, somebody like that. In, in a way, he reminds me of Jerry Rice, where he's not a burner. He's not a guy that, you know, like Tyreek Hill, that you're going to throw the ball, you're going to be five yards behind the defense. He's a guy that's always in the right spot. His footwork is immaculate. He's always able to get separation, and he's very good at running after the reception. So I see, I see a Reggie Wayne type of comparison, but maybe that's just me. Yeah, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Um, you know, I've he, always been a bit. I was always a big Reggie Wayne guy back when he was with Indianapolis, of course. But I, I'm I, trying to think of other ones. Like Antonio Holmes was a little bit more of a deep threat, but he was also a great route runner with good footwork. But yeah, there's been a lot of good receivers that you can try to compare him to, but Cup just. Seems to be one of those guys who's always open. Largent's a good call, Elliot. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, fair. Agreed. I think Cup's a little bit bigger than Largent, but that's a fair call. I think Cup's probably faster than Largent, too. But it's a, it was a different game, yeah. too. Uh, you, had to be, you had to be a little mm-hmm. tougher back then. You, the, you, yeah. Quarterbacks were draped on you a little bit more. Jones says, I thought that interception at the one Yoderlite was going to get the under. Yeah, I agree. That's... Absolutely. That's if you have the under. I, I don't know what more you want for that's an under. the perfect that's scenario. That's exactly what you want. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't return it very far. He gets out to about the thirty or so, mm-hmm. and yeah, and and then that was that that was the fourteen point swing, and that was your ball game right there. You didn't want to believe it, but that's the way it worked out. So, uh, is Murray hurt? He looked he, he looked banged up in the in at the end of the game. I don't know that he was hurt for the game. Of course, I don't know how well you know he's coming off injury. I don't know how well he is to start with. So uh, Stafford played the best game in weeks. Yeah, no question about it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, he was great. Uh, Matt Stafford obviously listens to the show. He was angry and went out there and uh, tried to show us what's for, and he certainly did a good job of that. So there was some uh, things to talk about yesterday. Let's uh, let's go away from um, from the NFL for just a second, Scott. Let's check out uh, today's segment. This is something that... Uh, uh, my parents said to me frequently, um, my mom caught me with the vacuum cleaner one time. Uh, that's another story for another day, but as always, they would say, you know what? I'm not mad. I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm just disappointed. Well, Scott, we sometimes talk about the disparity in the ladies basketball game, and it was never more evident than last night. You want to tell us about the Georgia Southern Eagles taking care of business? So I believe it's called a tune-up game in the business. And let's just say that 
Yeah, Carver, I hope they were picking up a decent check because they were traveling to take on a D1 school by the name of Georgia Southern. Maybe you've heard of them in men's basketball. But their women's basketball team, not that bad. And Carver College showed up and lost by 118 points. That is uh, not good. I believe it was 133 to 15. I'm not even mad. I'm kind of just impressed. I'm not even disappointed. I don't know how you lose by 118 points in a basketball game. Can you take shot clock violations? Just like drain the clock. Just try the math out. <laughs> something. Something. My God. Slow them down. Stop shooting the basketball. Uh, and yes. And not only that, uh, took the vacuum cleaner to junior prom. So not proud of it. <laughs> I heard some, I heard somebody in your grade took a couch. Uh, okay. Oh, we had a good time. We, we had it. We double dated. So, uh, Elliot, it's not a lie. Look it up. It was 133 to 15. It, that, that is just a next level bad. It really is. I, I mean, you've had, you've got a lot of options there to keep it with at a, at a smaller margin than that. I think you should have implemented some of them. My God, what a, is that, is that fun to go watch? Would, if you're a fan and you buy a ticket, is that like, are you just bored? Are you just on your phone by the middle of the first quarter? Are you talking about the Carver students section? No, talking I'm talking about the Georgia about, Southern fans. I'm talking about the Georgia. I'm assuming Carver College didn't necessarily travel well. I'm but, not even joking. You should probably just not even come out for the fourth quarter. What, what are you going to learn? What's what's the point? You're down, I believe it was 60 to 5 at the half. Like, what, what What's the point? Well, they really turned it on in the second half, in fairness. Offensively, they yeah, did. Yeah. They doubled their output, but I just don't – I don't know what the point is. And I get that you can argue competitiveness. What's competitive about that? No. no just go you, home. You just can't. Reduce the minutes. Put like five minutes on the clock for the fourth quarter. You see that, you see that in college football, you have the occasional Clemson against a random team like uh, – I'm trying to think of an example. South Carolina State. And it's like, can we just put 10 minutes on the clock for the fourth quarter instead of whatever? Well, and Dab was like, okay, sure, whatever. What's the point? So, Michelle, what was the team total? 18. I don't think it existed. <laughs> no. I think the spread was was less than 118 and a half. If you're betting way. team total on Carver College ladies basketball, I can't stress this enough. Go to no, no, a meeting. Exist. Go I, to a meeting. No, it doesn't I don't exist. know if there are any team totals for women. But I don't think so. That, that's maybe in the, maybe in the tournament everybody. there is, but not generally. All I know is if I'm actually a member of the board for Carver, whatever, they're, whatever they agreed to pay us for the buy game, I'm requesting like an advancement or double, or something. Because you just got embarrassed and put for on the spotlight for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Elliot, he just learned how to take a beating. <laughs> no shit. That's absolutely true. Um, I think Car it was, the beating was so bad, Carver can file a police report. That's my, what I'm trying to say. I think my favorite clip of the weekend was the big man tripping over his own feet and then getting up and... Dishing the and dime. then getting up and throwing a perfect dime. Yep, dish the yeah. di dish the dime. Something about that guy I liked. <laughs> if you ever wanted to know what my career looked like in basketball, wasn't quite that bad. I'd be like playing right now basketball. I'd look like me out there present day. It's, that wasn't ugly. That was ugly. what like a 40, 42 husky. <laughs> yeah, I had forty two husky. Um, that's like one time when I was coaching my kids' team. And we were we were working defensive drills. I was going to show them how to backpedal into coverage, something that I used to do quite regularly, but probably hadn't done for twenty five years when I tried to do it. I took about four backpedals, tripped over my own feet, right on my ass. <laughs> nice job, coach. Well done. Well done indeed. Uh, whatever skills you have now, Scott, I'd enjoy them because they're going to go away. Do you have any skills right now? Can you backpedal into coverage? Can you can you do anything? I can, but not professionally. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, the big man. Absolutely. Hey, let's talk about the Ozbekers being drunk. It wasn't a lot of it yesterday. They had, they were, they were on a lot of them, but there was a couple of cases and, uh, yeah, uh, it's, let's do our day. Let's do some day drinking here, Scotty. All right. Very good. If, uh, the Cleveland state, Oklahoma state, we had somebody ask us about that game yesterday. Total on that game was 134. I think what we meant to say was pound the fucking over. Because they put up 90... I think I said I liked Cleveland State, but same thing. They put up 91 points in the first half. If you got the under there, you sense you may be in trouble. 
And you are absolutely right. Because just to add insult to injury, Scott, you say, well, can you place a little more defense in the second half? They did. They played a little more defense. Scored 77 points in the second half. Wait a minute. 77 and 91. That's 168. That's an even number. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Even you people that live bet overs, you got well. Because they were went to overtime. The game landed 191. Put up a cool 100 after halftime. Congratulations, odds makers. Not even close. Yeah, when you're off 34 in regulation and you eventually end up off 57 in overtime, somebody was drinking. Yes, absolutely. Elliot V says he looked like the Stay Puff guy from Ghostbusters. Dude, I'd like to laugh at that, but I've got mirrors, so I can't, I can't, I can't fucking attack him too much. I just can't, I just can't do it. Alvaro Jimenez in the it house. Help it. What's it, it, it just sli- it just slipped in there. I know, I know. Uh, Monmouth on the money line tonight, Scott. Monmouth. Hmm. Uh, I believe they're plus one against Yale. Uh, I know Yale was a team that I'm still high on for the Ivy, but for every other purpose, I don't think they're very good. I learned that the hard way, but Monmouth is a team offensively that I like. This team does score a decent amount of points. We like them plus the points against St. John's. They got there. They lost the game, but they ended up covering. I don't mind it. The one issue that I guess I would have is how much stock you put into the home uh, team there. If you think Yale performs better in front of its home fans, I think the fans are too busy studying. So I think you should be fine. But it's either Monmouth or Pass for me. Can we say I just Monmouth's the better team? I just really wanted to say Yale is a lock. <laughs> Do you get that? Because they make no. they make locks. Yale does, like padlocks. And oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Golly. Uh, that Corpus Christi right, o- right over my head. That Corpus Christi picked this morning, pretty cool. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I like it. I like it up till now, and it is nine, by the way, on that for the first half. I thought they'd bleed us a little more, but the line has gone down. There's been Corpus Christi money coming in, but it's still DraftKings is nine in the first half. So a lot of people love Christ, not a lot of people love Corpus, and it's just not right. <laughs> you know. Monmouth, Scott, you forgot to mention the most important part most important part about Monmouth. They are a cool 10 and 0 against the number. They have covered every single game and they've only lost two. They lost to Charlotte and they lost to St. John's by 5. I don't know how you don't play them. This what's one of those things like you ride it till it's done. Load them up, load them up, keep throwing the dice. It's going to happen. So, um, we we were all all on board the Drake bandwagon last year, so I'm not going to roast anybody for trying to find another darling for point spread purposes drake and his new album uh yes hey don't forget i already did a concert with kanye i think i forgot to mention it up top don't forget to listen to uh the parlay show just parlays with chris king and jim williams every day 1 30 p.m eastern time they hit seven of eight yesterday he's gonna give out eight picks at seven of them what the fuck is anybody it's listening to? Pretty good to round us? robin right there. I was gonna say it's a good round. What the fuck is anybody listening to us? My God, we're like we're like you know what four or seven or something like that. Whatever, six is seven of eight. That's that's world class right there. So make sure you check out Chris King. Every just make an afternoon of it. Tell the tell the boss you got shit to do. If you're sitting there at your office, tell him you know what you guys need to have your shit wrapped up by one thirty Eastern time, and I'll be back with you. About three forty-five, because for that per- that two-hour period of time, I got shit to do. I got my buddies over at the the Winners Wonders Sports Betting Network to check out, and uh, we got to hang with everybody in the comment section. Well, even a better idea if it, if you at seven of eight and you round robin it, you can just tell your boss straight up, "Yeah, I don't really need you anymore." Suck a bag of dicks. Suck a I, I had se- I had seven of eight. Like I don't have to take your crap anymore. That's right. Hey, Jr. Black in the house. Good to have Jr. Black here. Elliot V says Yale can cover that. Well, yeah, they can cover it. They they can. The line's only one. I'm just making an argument that I do think that if you want to back the team that's undefeated against the spread, I don't mind it because I do think that Monmouth team's actually pretty good. Yale is a lock. See, it's funny when he does it. It's Elliot V. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Alvaro Yemenes confirms that Chris is the man. Yes, he is the man. He's not nearly as funny as we are. But he's the man. He can pick games. Absolutely right. Would you, would you rather be a king or would you rather be a jester? I'm more of a jester guy <laughs> myself. Um, NHL looks good today. I wish we had... Uh, yeah, oh, yesterday. Uh, Thomas Bowe here? Yeah, I saw that. Thomas Bowe uh, yesterday. Well, it, it's not players. 
It's not players. It's 37 people. It's 37 NFL personnel. It's not, it's not all players. So, but it is a lot. There's a, uh, that also doesn't include the people in, in, uh, protocol because of contact, but they didn't actually test positive. So yeah. there are a lot of numbers that aren't included. Yeah. Chris Jones is the latest, by the way, for those of you looking at that Thursday night game, um, Chris Jones tested positive today. I guess it's theoretically possible. He could be cleared by game time if he tests negative tomorrow and Thursday, but it seems unlikely at this point. I assume that he's vaccinated. So, yeah, um, not good, not good. I think there's a, there's a there's a wave coming, Scott, and then Omicron, Omicron. It's big in Britain right now, so we'll see what happens here. It's not 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 ideal. I heard the be- I heard the I heard, yeah I heard the Beatles were bigger. Uh, big Beatles bigger than Jesus. That's what that's what John Lennon said. Yeah. Boy, he boy, he got some shit. Not as big as Corpus. I'm I'm watching I'm watching that uh, documentary on uh, I think it's Paramount Plus. Uh, the uh, the Beatles. The it's it's nine hours of making Let It Be. You got to be a Beatles fan. That's all I'm saying. It's really good if you're a Beatles fan. If you're just a casual fan, you're gonna be bored to tears because it's just it's it's just like four or five dudes just sitting around and yakking. But it's very interesting. Any NCAA trap games tonight? Asked Sean Bell. Uh, the Bama one looks like a trap game, but I kind of have to enjoy it, don't I? It, it's a spot where if Memphis ends up covering, you'll look at it in hindsight and go, that's clearly a trap. But I don't know how you like Memphis right now. It's one of those where yeah. if it loses, you're going to kick yourself anyway. But three and a half does seem a bit short. I don't really understand that one. Do you? No, that that seems uh, that seems a little trappy. I'll tell you the other one where the number seems a little low is that DePaul team taking on Illinois Chicago. You know, you're going to have a lot of DePaul yeah, fans in the house there. It's just it's nine and a half, but this is a really good DePaul team, man. They can they can shoot lights out, and uh, that's a team that's eight and one against the number. So, uh, but Illinois Chicago maybe a little better than you think. They play they play decent defense. Um, offensively they're challenged, but that's they a separate are, They are offensively challenged. Yeah. And that's the, it's, it could be a, a situation, uh, where they struggle to put the biscuit in the basket. Um, I'm a kind of fan of that Santa Clara team tonight, Scott. I, I'm just, I'm not so sure what to make of Boise state. They played very good defense so far this year, but I'm not necessarily, uh, um, I'm not a believer yet. Where are you at on Boise State? They've got some. They got. They had some nice performances against some teams we're not really sure about. They beat Ole Miss. Had a, 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 uh, they didn't. They didn't show up really against St. Louis. Um, they did beat Tulsa. Reminder that Ole Miss was trailing at the half against uh, Mississippi Valley State. So I don't really know what to think of that also, win against Ole Miss. Also true. Also true. So I think Boise's a mediocre Mountain West team. I don't think they're going to compete for anything. But when you lose your best player in Alston, who was clearly their best player last year, wasn't even close, and you didn't really do much to replace him, I do think you're going to have problems. And it seems like Boise is a team that's okay. They've won three in a row, but they're extremely inconsistent, and I think that's just who they are. Yeah, and this is a uh, this is a Santa Clara team that really started off well. We uh, we hit them a couple times early, and they looked they looked good in the in the first part of the season. They haven't looked good lately as they've uh, failed to cover the number in their uh, in their in their last six so yeah yeah i don't know that's i probably would stay clear of that it's it's tempting it's tempting to take santa clara scott but I, i'm just not convinced i know boys the santa clara team got off to a pretty hot start this season i believe they beat stanford i mm-hmm. want to say yeah in their first game but it seems like since then they've started to hit a bit of a wall which is kind of expected for most uh, WCC teams, it's kind of what you see, but they've lost four of six. The competition hasn't exactly been great there. You're playing at Boise. Boise's usually good at home. Uh, I probably would have taken Santa Clara about two weeks ago, but yeah. now I kind of just have to stay away at this point. Yep, agreed. Um, NHL, I know some people were talking about the NHL. Good game there in Boston tonight. Vegas and Boston, a couple of pretty good teams going at it. What do you like there? It's about a it's uh, about a, it's about a pick. I'm Boston. Boston small favorite. 
Yeah, I'd go Boston. I as I Vegas is a team that has been solid this season. They're sixteen eleven, but they're six and five on the road. Boston's usually good at home. I think we're aware of that, but it's a game that I do think is a coin flip, and I think there's a reason why it's minus one ten on both sides because it is a coin flip. But I have been impressed by Boston by Boston's goalies. Swayman's been very good. I was wondering how the goalie situation would play out with Rask, of course, not being available. And so far, so good. But I like Boston at home there at the Garden, and I think that they'll get it done. It'll be close. I think it'll probably be a lower scoring game, but I do think that Boston eventually does enough to get it done. You 25% power play percentage, Scott. Is there anybody in the league that does it better than the Bruins? Edmonton. Okay, fair enough. Um, and, pro- and probably Tampa. I am still, as far as this matchup goes... Well, Tampa, I don't know about anymore because Kucherov has been injured. So that, of course, hurts because he's so good on the power play. But Edmonton has the best power play by far. When you have McDavid and Dreisaitl and you're up a guy, just throw in the towel at that point. It's, it's just a wrap. Yeah, that's pretty solid. The, the, the problem is with the other three lines for Edmonton. Well, I mean, not just talking about the, the power play, but the, the three other regular lines as well. So, again, we talked about that earlier. Uh, anything else on the on the hockey card get you excited? Uh, not really. Uh, the Islanders are are a team that I root for, unfortunately, and has not been a fun time. I see that Detroit is around minus one twenty five. Islanders have some injury issues, but I am looking at a potential overtime game there. It's really just a hot take for a plus price. But the Islanders have been in so many close games in the third period, usually ends up going poorly. But I do think they can keep it close for sixty minutes before eventually losing in overtime. I don't mind taking an overtime play or a 60-minute tie. Probably in the 200, maybe even the short 300s. But the first game they played a little while ago went to overtime. I think you might see a similarly close game in this one. STM Network says Barzal is out. I think the Islanders surprised tonight, Scott. They could. It could be a spot where Barzell's out so other guys actually step up. Parise actually scored a goal. So congratulations to Parise. He actually did something uh, for the team. But... I think they could win without him. I think that it hurts, obviously, and the Islanders can't exactly score. So with Barzell out, you'd probably automatically lean under. But I am looking at a spot where you might like an overtime draw because the Islanders have been in some really, really close games for the last couple weeks. Usually ends poorly, but they make it into extra time. There's a, there's a good factoid by Elliot V. that Vegas has zero wins in Boston. Zero, Scott. I like Boston anyway, yeah. so yeah, that kind of adds up. Yep. Uh, what else we got? We only got three NBA games tonight. Um, I saw Brad ask before about the Warriors because, according to some reports, their flight was a little bit delayed last night, so they got into New York late. Of course, they played yesterday against Indiana. Very fun game. Ended up coming from behind and winning. Uh, they're currently up to five. The main reason why is because the Knicks have COVID issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're looking at a spot where Bear. Barrett's out, even though I don't really like Barrett, but he's still a starter for them. Obi Toppin's been good this year. He's out. They're missing Grimes, who was supposed to be a starter because Barrett was out. He's out as well. So the Knicks are missing a bunch of guys. Plus, they're also not very good. Uh, They're 12-15 and overall. They're not a very good basketball team. I kind of have to like the Warriors anyway. I'm just looking at the spot where I do think the Warriors will end up taking their business, but I ended up taking the team total under. For the Knicks as my play of the day, just because I wanted to fade this Knicks offense against this elite defense, and nothing has really changed for me. I thought about actually going to that Knicks game just to potentially see Curry break the three-point record. So I might actually end up going. But the bing-bong parlay, I'm not a fan of tonight, mostly because I don't trust the Rangers beating Colorado. I, I think that the Avalanche are just clicking offensively. And since the Rangers have been kind of trying to piece together goalies with Igor being out, I do kind of question if they'll be able to beat Colorado. So I'm not on the bing bong parlay at around 16 to one, but I do think that the Warriors will fare pretty well tonight in general. You, uh, I, I, I like the under. This is this is a Warriors team that scored more than yeah. 105 on the road just one time this season. And, of course, you talked about this, they are playing very good defense right now. I, I like the under a lot. Uh, Jim Williams is two of the three NBA games are on TNT tonight. That's a beautiful thing. People with basic cable can, can watch uh, two-thirds of the NBA schedule tonight. Sweet, sweet. 
Good to, good to have Jim here as well. Uh, what just happened? Uh, Nick's under 105. Yep, don't hate that either. I'm not sure where you can find 105 at this point unless you get alternative lines on BetMGM, but I got it at 104.5. I thought it would drop. Then Grimes was ruled out. It went down to 103.5. It's also a spot where if you have a couple of people who have COVID on the team and one got announced earlier today, Hold you might get some late notice on some other guys. So always keep that in mind as well. Hold your breath. You like Warriors? You like Warriors first half? I don't mind it, but I feel like if you want to take the Warriors, you could just take the full game. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Warriors. Unless you're really worried about fatigue. Yeah, Warriors. Warriors decent first half team. I don't. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. They're a better first half team than than the Knicks are by a little bit. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd probably just go lean full game. Give me two shots at it. Uh, G money, G money in the house. The farm streak is broken. Yeah, damn it, Zach. Yeah, we know, we know. Yeah, Zach, we're we're never taking it again. Don't we're, worry about the interception. Yeah, the problem. interception problem dead we're to done. us. De- it should have been dead before yesterday. We knew better. We talked about it, but it was due, Scott. It was due. It was. It was not due. Now <laughs> it's even more due. And by the time that we actually like an interception prop, and we're not going to take it. It's guaranteed to hit. I would highly advise everybody to load the fuck up on Stafford interception prop this weekend. Load up. Load up. Game after theory. Yes. Got to do it. Yes, you have to do it. It is absolutely. Oregon, 245 needs as a college pick. Where the fuck you been? We've, we've been handing them out like Halloween candy, man. You're getting a college well, pick. We, ha- we, have, a col- a college we pick. have a college pick saved. So we do have something for all of you if you do want an extra college basketball play. That's right. Uh, STM Network saying, as my father says, no gamblers ever do. And he sounds like a smart man. That's STM Network, his old man sounds like a smart guy. Absolutely, and that's absolutely. Like he's never been on Kyle Bush before. I he I I totally agree with that. No no gamblers ever do just because it hasn't happened in a while. It could be you just make shitty picks. So uh, breaking the farm streak was also due. Unfortunately, <laughs> yep. Snarky Marky earning his moniker right there. That's very true. Uh, just in case me, people missed it, Hurricanes versus Wild game tonight is postponed. I did not. I did not. Do you get that? I did not hear that. I, I did know that. It was actually kind of funny because uh, for yesterday's video, I ended up giving out the Nuggets. I was going to give out a hockey play. I wrote up a preview. It just so happened to be on that game. And then I looked at the date, and I realized that that game was taking place on Tuesday and not Monday. So I flipped everything over, I erased everything, and I came up with a basketball play. So I knew they were supposed to play. I actually liked Carolina plus money in that game. But then it got canceled, so it didn't matter. Thomas Bo likes Oregon State. Uh, minus eight, is that right? Well, he, just, he just mentioned in they're terrible against the spread. Yeah, good point. Oh, one and eight, one and eight ATS, sorry, bud. Um, Ninja says Curry is definitely breaking the record tonight. Scott, go get tickets. Four hundred bucks. Fuck it. You know, you're not gonna miss the four hundred dollars. You will. You will regret it for the rest of your life if you don't go see that game. Go see it. I should. Yeah, but the only thing that I'll say if I'm the Knicks, if you're gonna get killed anyway, which you probably should because you're missing a decent amount of players, just triple team Curry. Just yeah. don't be the team that gives up history. Like yeah. settle for Draymond going for twenty five. If you're like triple triple team one guy, if you're triple teaming Curry, is that like bunning in the eighth inning of a no hitter? Is that just a bullshit non sportsmanlike uh, thing to do? You can make the argument, but if you're trying to win the game and you think that Curry gives you the stopping Curry gives the best chance of winning, if I'm going to lose in my own home building, I'm not letting the home fans cheer the guy for twenty minutes while he breaks the record and they have a ceremony. Fair enough. Know? Hey, Rick Ruler says we would have millions of viewers if they knew about this show. I love you guys. You know how else we'd have millions of viewers? If you had gigantic breasts, that would be a huge help. And wear like low-cut stuff. If you could, I don't know, somehow make that happen, that'd be super. Are you talking about me or just in general? I'm talking about, well, I'm talking about you or someone else. you have a sister? Uh, I do not. I'm a child. No, no Rochelle Rochelle? No, no Rochelle Rochelle. I'd be so tempted. All right, buddy. Well, let's get to it. We talked about the bad news yesterday. There was there was there was tragedy. Well, like, Ian, I, I wouldn't be driving to the city. You just just take the train. It takes you right to Penn Station. You can take the train. God, you're so. It's, take the train. That's so cool that you get to take the train everywhere. You can drink. You can do whatever you want. I'll, I could be hammered at the game. It'll be great. Are you gonna wear a Santa hat next so week? You got, you got it. 
Uh, am I? I'd rather wear a farm hat. I might. I might. If I can get, I'm gonna get send Scott a straw hat. I might put a Santa hat on. They're so fucking hot, dude. That's they're hotter than you think. But yeah, how hot are they? Thank you. Good night. We'll be here all week, folks. Yeah. All right, guys. So you know how we did. It wasn't. It wasn't the best farm. It had to. All good things have to come to an end. So we ran it to seven. And uh, we're ready to get back at it today. So I know, I know, you threw your you threw your straw hat across the room. Go pick it up, put it on, get on board the John Deere. Let's fire that bad boy up. Time to start another streak. Here we go. Let him loose, Scotty. Time to bet the farm. All right, it's you, bud. After after seven days straight of me, it's on to you. I'm trying to remember the procedure, but for the actual <laughs> bet the farm play, we're going to be going with a college basketball game between Jackson state and Northern Iowa. And we're looking at the total. We like the under 127 and a half at minus 110 on bet MGM Jackson state and Northern Iowa underrated defensive teams. Jackson state ranks 89th in defense efficiency. According to Ken Palm while Northern Iowa ranks 131st, but Jackson state, in addition to being a good defensive team, is an abysmal offensive team. This team ranks 344th in offensive efficiency. You might remember over the weekend, they played Iowa State, and I believe they scored 37 points. Not good. They did absolutely nothing. Not good. And we think they're going to struggle in this spot. Plus, Jackson State, very, very slow. They rank 110th in offensive tempo. So I do think they'll force Northern Iowa to play in the half court, and you will see a very ugly and low-scoring game. And for trends, the under is 8-0 in Northern Iowa's last eight games as a home favorite. 127.5 for a game that involves a team that might not reach 50 is pretty tempting. We're going to take it. Give us the team. Give us the full game under 127.5. They have had some absolutely horrific performances against good basketball teams. So uh, I'm talking, talking about that Jackson State offense. So that is going to do it, guys. Back on track tonight with Jackson State, Northern Iowa, under 127 and a half. Good luck to everybody. Thanks for joining us. Again, don't forget to make a day of it. Check out uh, Chris King as he does his thing every day, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time, right before us, every day, 3 p.m. Eastern time here on Heading Back to the Window. We're going to be firing up our bowl previews starting tomorrow and then probably going for about Fuck, three weeks straight. We'll be we'll be dishing some out. We're gonna try to keep it about forty eight hours in advance of the bowl games. So we'll be looking those looking for those to be up tomorrow as well. You guys have a fantastic day. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Don't forget to tell your friends. Let's uh hey, let's get it out to millions of people. I'd love to have millions of viewers. That would be excellent. You guys have a great day. Let's make that happen. We'll see you tomorrow on Heading Back to the Window. All right, there you go. Uh, you just want to do those tomorrow right after the show? We can do it right after, really whenever you want. It's fine. Okay. I figure, I f I'm trying to keep it at five minutes. I thought a format would be you make the case unfettered, I make the case unfettered. We trade back and forth on the videos or whatever. And do you want to use Zoom for that? We could. I want to know. I, I'm going to. I'm going to, have to reach out to Jim today to see what would be the preferred method of us. Okay. Doing that. Just keep me posted on that. And uh, I'll. I'll let you know if we can do it through here somehow. That's cool. If not, uh, we'll zoom it up. Okay. Sounds good. Since there's no Abdul, I don't know how to do that. But. Uh... Yeah. All right. All right, buddy. I'll well, see you. I, I could upload it directly from Zoom to YouTube. It right. Wouldn't have any graphics. Yeah. Exactly. Or anything like that. It don't have no. It don't have no fanciness on it. So. Anyway, do we right. need fanciness for a five minute video on a bowl game? I don't, I, I don't know. Personally, I don't think so, but all right, bud. I'll see okay, you. Cool. I'll see you later. There's a boy. There's that old boy. How you moving, bud? Oh boy, how's that old pupper dog? How's the old pupper dog, huh? How's that old pupper dog? You being a good boy? You being a good boy today? You're a very good dog.
You're a very good old dog. Yes, you are. Your teeth. Good old boy. What a good boy. You're a very good dog. I've heard you're a good dog. Are you having a good day? And I'm watching letting you stay outside, hang out with people. Good old dog. Want some chicken? Want some chicken? Smokes, huh?